0: Would you like some grey poupon with your crickets, or perhaps some sriracha for your mealworms? In reality, that's not too far off. Globally, the edible insect industry was nearly three billion dollars in 2021. Fast forward to the year 2032, and it's estimated to increase fivefold for a total of more than 17 billion. While it seems like something you would experience only in a third-world country, it won't be long before it appears on American menus. We're actually quite hungry for it. According to surveys, more than a third of Americans would definitely eat insects. If you add in those that would probably eat insects, that spikes to nearly 75%. In fact, only 3% of people say they would definitely not eat bugs. You heard that right, 3%. But this isn't coming to America. It's already here. Last year, the edible insect market value in the United States was estimated to be more than $370 million. That is expected to grow at a rate of more than 17% compounded annually. If we fast forward just a decade, that would put the U.S. market for edible insects at around $1.8 billion. So how big is this? Well, in 10 years, the bug-eating market would be roughly the size of the kombucha market. I can already see the insect aisle at Whole Foods forming. So what do bugs taste like? Well, the eating of insects is called entomophagy, and it seems like some people really get into it. According to the Institute of Culinary Education, there are three unofficial bug taste categories. They say, quote, The first, nutty and earthy. Crickets and mealworms are examples of bugs that taste a little like seeds, nuts, or mushrooms. The second is fishy and seafood-like. Locusts and scorpions are examples of bugs that have been compared to crab. The third is meaty and savory. Sago grubs are often called the bacon of the bug world. Search around, and it's the crickets and mealworms that are most commonly pushed as protein substitutes. They also call crickets a flavor vehicle that are great for things like potato chips that can be spiced up with a variety of flavors. But why would you even consider eating a bug? Well, it basically comes down to one main reason, climate change. Advocates claim that bugs are more nutritionally dense while also taking less of a demand on the environment. Insects have similar nutritional value as a cow when it comes to things like fat, protein, and energy, and they're also packed with calcium, zinc, iron, and protein. Whereas most insects are 100% edible, you can only eat about 40% of a cow. Millworms produce about one to 10% the amount of greenhouse gas as a pig. Per gram of protein, crickets require less than 2% of the water that a cow does. Crickets also require less than a third of the fossil fuel energy and labor input as beef. Overall, insects need just 7% of the farmland that cows require. You get the picture. Nutrient for nutrient, insects are more environmentally sustainable. So load up on bugs, right? Not so fast. According to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, there are many concerns. They say, quote, Unlike other livestock, insects are consumed in their entirety, which necessitates paying close attention to how insects are farmed and processed. Insects can accumulate contaminants from their feed or housing materials. Due to their small size, it can be difficult to decontaminate harvested insects, and any eventual contamination may be carried along the production and processing chain. Recent photos by food scientist and podcaster Mike Adams show this. He tested several different ground cricket products. Inside were all the parts of the bug, like hair and eyes. That's gross enough. Even grosser, he found the dorsal valve. This is basically a poop shoot claw. And as the name implies, the claw shuts after the cricket takes a duty. But in that ground-up cricket meal, you get to eat that. But this isn't the only danger in eating bugs. As the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations points out, we must be aware of biological hazards, bacterial infections, viruses, parasitic hazards, chemical hazards, myotoxins, pesticides, toxic and trace metals, dioxins, and histamine toxicity. House crickets even excrete flame retardants, and although low, the potential for zoonotic disease does exist. One of the most prevalent and commonly recognized threats that edible bugs pose is chitin. Peruse the NIH's National Library of Medicine for their publication called Chitin and its Effects on Inflammatory and Immune Responses. It notes that although, quote, mammalians are potential hosts for chitin, mammalians themselves do not synthesize chitin, and thus it is considered as a potential target for recognition by mammalian immune system. Chitin is sensed primarily in the lungs or gut, where it activates a variety of innate and adaptive immune cells. Chitin induces cytokine production, leukocyte recruitment, and alternative macrophage activation. They go on to say that, quote, immune recognition of Chitin also involves pattern recognition receptors and that this will activate immune cells to induce cytokine production and creation of an immune network that results in inflammatory and allergic responses. This is some dangerous stuff indeed. And this doesn't even include the potential for using insects for biological warfare. There's a long history of using insects to attack other nations. During World War II, Japan infected fleas with bubonic plague and then dumped them on China. Throughout both World War II and the Cold War, countries like the United States, Soviet Union, Germany, and Canada tested and or researched bug bioweapons. So who's to say flooding our food supply with bugs isn't just the new and much more sneakier way of engineering an insect biological attack? If you've been paying attention, eating crickets and mealworms, or bugs in general, has been a hot topic for some time. A couple years ago, Time Magazine headlined the story, They're healthy, they're sustainable, so why don't humans eat more bugs? And even though food and agriculture organizations warned about the danger of eating insects, the United Nations has still been recommending it for years. Last May, primary schools in Wales started teaching kids about alternative proteins like insects to eat. Last fall, a 100 schools in the Netherlands started feeding bugs to students. Also last fall... Aldi was considering selling cricket kits in their U.K. supermarkets. Dogs in the United States already consume a staggering 32 billion pounds of protein every year, causing CNN to urge consumers to feed insects to their pets to help save the planet. And let's not forget who has their hands all over the bug bonanza, the World Economic Forum. They've been endorsing eating insects as a way to be environmentally conscious for years now. There are four major insect producers in the U.S. Beta Hatch makes animal feed, and Armstrong Crickets Georgia sells live crickets. But there are two companies to pay attention to. First, let's look at Aspire Food Group. They note how crickets are a, quote, remarkable upcycling factory. And note that they create something called frass. This is basically cricket poop that is rich with chitin. They say it's great to use for plants, aquaculture, and livestock. Second is All Things Bugs, LLC. They claim to be the first global wholesale provider of insect-based food ingredients, like cricket powder. But listen up. They note on their website the following, and I quote, With funding from DARPA, we are using CRISPR gene editing to develop base technologies for creating insects as a new bio-resource. Our insects will be disease-resistant and higher in nutritional value. Yes, DARPA. The research division of the military has gotten involved with crickets. The website goes on to say, quote, We are also developing technologies to produce non-food bioproducts in insects, including vaccines, antimicrobials, pharmaceuticals, and other valuable products. The other products that they list include things like medicines, enzymes, antibiotics, peptides, antibodies, insect repellents, color pigments, Dyes, flavors, fragrances, functional ingredients, and plastics. They're all jazzed about creating these altered critics. They say, quote, with our innovations, we anticipate that productions of vaccines or other high value bioproducts at insects will provide a low-cost, low-tech, and clean, sustainable vehicle for producing such materials. Insect-produced vaccines, for example, can be efficacious and even edible and will have a long shelf life requiring no refrigeration as live insects containing the vaccines can be shipped and grown worldwide as needed. Therefore, insect-based vaccines will be available to all populations, even those in remote areas of developing countries. Now this same company participated in NASA's Deep Space Food Challenge, a competition to develop a food technology that can provide nutrient-dense food and last in deep space. If you want to try some cricket powder, then just grab a pack of their Griot Pro and add it to your next protein shake. It's only $35 a pound. To sum all this up, it's one thing to eat cricket food. It's another thing to eat cricket food from a company funded by the government through DARPA and that is trying to use crickets for vaccines. Ask yourself, after hearing all of this, do you want a pancake made with cricket powder or a sundae topped with mealworms? I didn't think so. Thanks for listening to Overnight Opinions. Be sure to tune in next Sunday night for an all-new episode. In the meantime, be sure to follow the Ladies Love Politics channel on TikTok, Rumble, and Instagram.